From finance and commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. Above all, it's a show about what's next, creativity, and the innovation and technology that are changing how we work and shaping the future of business throughout our state. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers who may challenge the status quo, but also make their dreams a reality. I'm Joel Shetler, your host and editor of Finance and Commerce, Minnesota's oldest business newspaper and online publication. Thanks so much for joining me. I would also like to thank our podcast sponsor, Guarantee Commercial Title. Guarantee offers a new platform for the delivery of services based on the expertise and ingenuity of a visionary team of title professionals that identifies obstacles and creates solutions that result in a successful sale, construction, or financing of commercial real estate. To learn more, visit GuaranteeTitle.net. Even during a year unlike any other, Minneapolis-based North Lion Capital Management found success and opportunities to grow. Chad Anderson founded the hedge fund in 2016 after spending several years at Piper Jaffray Companies, now called Piper Sandler Companies. North Lion primarily focuses on small cap investing, allowing the fund to be flexible in its investments and address a need that Anderson identified when launching the fund. Quote, people are kind of fascinated by hedge funds and the hedge fund industry, but there's not a lot of opportunities to invest in them locally in Minneapolis, end quote, says Anderson. The investments are typically in the technology sector, along with energy, consumer, and financial services sectors. But Anderson has his eye on other sectors, including healthcare and communication infrastructure, due to ongoing government interest and possible subsidies. Quote, we think the potential for an infrastructure bill that may include a lot of money targeted towards that area as well could be a nice tailwind for those companies, end quote. Anderson told reporter Kelly Bush in this episode of Beyond the Skyline. Hi, Chad. Thanks for joining me today. So you're the CIO and managing partner of North Lion Capital Management. So to start off, can you please give me an overview of the fund and why you launched North Lion? Sure. So um, North Lion Fund is a Minneapolis-based hedge fund that focuses primarily on small cap securities. And we, importantly, though, are hedged. And a lot of people, you know, connotate hedge fund as a bad word or that is doing something uh, nefarious. But really what hedge fund means is it's just the ability for us to hedge out market volatility, market volatility and market risk. So that's what Northline Fund is. We're about a five-year-old fund. Um, we started in 2016. Um, January 1st of 2017 was the first month of the, of the actual fund. And we've had a great track record and good run and we continue to, uh, we continue to grow. Yeah. So to talk a little more about small capital investment. So it, I saw somewhere mentioned that that's filling a need in Minnesota. Can you <laughs> tell me more about that? Well, it's just, there's not a lot of hedge funds in the Minneapolis area. There's a few and a, and a few really good ones, but I lived in Manhattan for about 10 years in New York city. And there was a lot, a lot of hedge funds um, and a lot of um, investment vehicles. And there's just not a lot in Minnesota. So we found it's been good for us because people are 
kind of fascinated by um, hedge funds and the hedge fund industry, but there's not a lot of opportunities to invest in them locally in Minneapolis. And we think that that's provided us kind of a, a unique opportunity because we get to sit down and talk to people locally that maybe haven't had exposure to this type of investment in the past. Okay, that's interesting. Well, what does Northline typically invest in? You know, what does the typical asset for you look like? Yeah, so we have about 50 long positions. That's investments in, in stocks of, of companies that we like. Um, and then we have about 10 to 20 short positions um, that we use to, to hedge out um, the risk in the market. So, but of the longs, we, we like to focus on companies. Again, like I mentioned, small cap companies. Typically, about 75% of what we do is below a billion dollars market cap. That's pretty small. It's not micro cap, um, but they're pretty small companies. But what's interesting about that market and what we think is, is fun and exciting about it and provides us with the opportunity for outsized returns is those companies aren't very well covered. So, you know, like an Apple or an Amazon or a Facebook might have, you know, 40 investment banks covering those companies with research where companies that we invest in might have two or three uh, analysts. So they're just not, they're, they're less efficient um, securities because there's less in, there's less information. Mm -hmm. So what we try to do is find those small companies. We like to meet with management teams. We like to talk to the analysts that cover the, the companies. Um, but we like to really understand the industries, you know, like I said, get to know management teams well, and we feel then that we can be competitive in, in understanding how their business is going to grow and succeed. And it helps us identify companies that are maybe growing faster um, than the market thinks they will and not valuing them correctly. Yeah. So how did that approach help you weather the past year? Well, I think the biggest thing that helped us outperform was again, being hedged. We are always hedged and um, hedges are painful when the market is just going straight up and just kind of grinding higher like it did for a long time. Um, but when we run into volatility, that's where, a fund like ours that has protection against that market volatility in place, that's when we really shine. So we'll typically, we can't guarantee it, but we should outperform in down markets just because we're not 100% long invested. So if the market runs into some turbulence and is selling off, we have a lot of, again, investments um, and positions that will benefit from that move down in the market. So that's what really benefited us. Um, it's been benefited us in, in times of volatility, you know, in the past, but last year was obviously a, a dramatic period of volatility, especially early in the year. So the North Lion Fund had great performance early in the year relative to the, in, relative to um, the market. And so we were in a position of strength and, you know, with, with the solid numbers we had, we were able to be a little bit more offensive about going out and buying securities that we thought were mispriced. Okay. Okay. Great. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So it, the pandemic presented an opportunity for you to yep. kind of build up your business. Yep. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, you mentioned that you do um, some investment in businesses, and I'm curious what sectors those are located in. Do you have, you know, a few sectors that you typically lean toward? 
Yeah, we do. We, um, we, we gravitated a little bit more towards technology um, than other sectors, but we do invest in energy, consumer, um, the financial services sector, uh, some healthcare. Uh, but technology is probably about 50% of what mm -hmm. we do. And we just seem to find more compelling and interesting small cap ideas in technology. Mm. Why, why do you think that is? Well, it's, you know, it's a rapidly changing marketplace. And so there's a lot of companies that will be formed to try to take advance, uh, advantage of those changes in the marketplace. So communications technology, software technology, um, there's a sector of the market that we're spending a lot of time on, um, the internet of things, uh, which we can get into if you want. Solar technology is a, is a really new and, and interesting, uh, field that we've spent a lot of time, um, trying to understand and investing in. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, looking ahead here, I mean, what other sectors do you have your eye on as possible, um, areas of focus for North Lion? So one area that we're really excited about, and there's a lot of small companies um, to look at and, and, and talk to is in the network infrastructure and more specifically the communications infrastructure uh, marketplace that's targeting rural communities. Um, mm -hmm. So there's been a big effort, um, even you know, over the last several years by service providers to provide good, high-quality internet to underserved areas, and that now is also being echoed in a lot of uh, legislation and um, government action to try to subsidize um, some of that activity to make sure that everybody, just like water, uh, everybody in you know the farthest reaches of our country has access to to high-speed internet. And there's a lot of small companies that provide the technology. Um, to the service providers um, to connect those rural communities. And it can be done in a couple ways. Um, fiber to the home is a, is a pretty popular way where you're actually running fiber, you know, directly to, to a home. Uh, there's some wireless technologies that are emerging that can provide as fast as service as that fiber that's going directly to the home. So those, those companies um, are doing well. Um, there's the companies that are involved in actually digging the ditches to lay the, to lay the fiber that, that, that do well. So there's, you know, we have right now in that area of the market, probably 10 investments that, that should benefit from that trend, which we think is still in its early innings. And, um, again, we think the potential for an infrastructure bill that may include a lot of money targeted towards that. Um, that area as well could be a nice tailwind uh, for those companies. And the companies really aren't expensive. Um, you know, we're, we're very valuation sensitive. We don't like to pay a lot um, for the companies we invest in. We like to find, find values. And we found that in that sector, um, these, these stocks really don't trade with very high multiples on revenues um, and earnings. And that's attractive to us. Okay. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, well, I wanted to pivot and chat um, more about North Lion um, and you know, perhaps its staff. So how many people do you have on your team and, and uh, are you looking to expand that? You know, I'm kind of curious about your trajectory. Yeah, so we started very small. It was just me and, um, and uh, a 
gentleman who joined me uh, that used to work at Piper Jaffray, as did I. Mm-hmm. And he took care of all the operational um, aspects of the business and was essentially kind of our, our CFO slash operations guy. And I, I was in charge of managing the portfolio and, um, and trading um, the book. Since then, I've added a amazing um, person, Dan Flanagan, joined me, who used to run um, equity trading at Piper Jaffray. Mm-hmm. And he's really brought a level of sophistication to our trading that I did not have. Um, I love talking to companies and finding ideas, and I think I'm pretty good at that. And he doesn't love that as much. He's great at it, but he loves the, the trading side and more the, the strategic uh, approach to the portfolio. And so he's been, he's been great at that. So we've added him. He also takes care of um, uh, hedging our portfolio and is, is the main person that's in charge of making sure that we have the correct protection on, again, like I mentioned before in the interview, to, to protect against market volatility. The next hire we think we will make, and we're already uh, in the process of identifying some people, is another analyst that will help me in finding ideas to potentially go in the portfolio. Mm-hmm. I'd like to find someone that has a expertise in healthcare because we think healthcare is another area where there is a ton of opportunity in small cap securities, mm-hmm. but um, it takes a, a different level of uh, sophistication to, to focus on those companies, um, especially in the biotech world. So we, we want to bring somebody in who really knows the language um, and understands those markets well. So that would be our, our next hire. And that's, you know, something we, we would, if we keep growing the way we've been growing and keep performing the way we've been performing, that's something we hope we'll do over the next six months or so. Okay. Well, you're in a good location to be looking at healthcare investments. You can't be your, your Minnesota location. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, why did you, I'm, I'm curious kind of what sparked your idea to start your own hedge fund? Yeah, so I've, I've been in the investments business uh, for 25 years. I started at a little firm called John G. Kennard and Company in, uh, in Minneapolis that was an investment bank focused on small cap companies. Mostly, it was pretty regional. It was a big focus on, on the companies in this, um, in this part of the country. And then I moved to Piper Jaffray and um, was an equity, institutional equity salesperson there covering hedge fund managers. So I would, I would basically go to the hedge fund community in um, New York was my territory. And I, I present them with our best ideas. And if they thought the idea was good, they'd give us trading commissions. They'd buy or sell the security through us. Um, in, I, I did well. Um, we, we did well in, in New York City, and I moved to New York in 2002 and started our, our sales and trading effort in, in New York City. And it was amazing. I mean, I had a front row seat of seeing the best investors in the world, and I, I got to cover them and talk to them every day and, and go to dinners with them and lunches and listen to how they thought about ideas and catalysts and what would make stocks go up and what would make them go down and what was good for the market, bad for the market. And I developed a really good skill set just from being around them and watching them. And I did really well investing my own money. And so after being in New York uh, for about a decade and deciding I just couldn't live there anymore, the life, I didn't like the lifestyle. It was not great for me physically. It wasn't great for me mentally. 
Uh, I was in my 40s. I was still single. I missed Minnesota. Um, so I, I decided to move back to Minnesota. I actually decided to move back to Minnesota, called my boss and moved back in a day, that day. Wow. So wow. my apartment, I literally said, I'd like to go home. He said, I'd like to move home. Can I do that? And still, you know, be a part Piper. And, um, you know, they were amazing. And, um, after coming back to Minneapolis, I, um, I worked, uh, at Piper for a few more years and I managed, um, internally some capital there. We called it Hopwood Lane Trading. Um, ultimately there was three of us and we had about a hundred million dollars of, um, investable assets. Um, it was great experience. You know, we did really well, but it really didn't make, it didn't fit the Piper Jaffrey business model. Mm -hmm. so, um, uh, in 2016, um, I started Northline Capital Management and that's, uh, that was kind of the history there. So, and it's, it's been, like I said before, it's been a, something I've always, I've wanted to do for a long, long time. And, you know, finally had, I thought the experience level, um, to, to go do it. Awesome. Well, my next question is pretty broad, but what, what's your goal with Northline? You know, where do you want it to be in 10, 15 years? Yeah. So we, we think this can be, you know, a, a several hundred million dollar fund. Um, we don't have aspirations of being, you know, one of these huge multi-billion dollar funds. We, we love the area of the market that we participate in, the small cap market, and we think we're really good at it. So we don't want to go and try to be something that we're not. So, you know, we would love to grow the fund to, you know, 200 million um, in the near term. And, you know, again, our trajectory is pretty good. So we think we can get there, you know, and maybe we'd shut the fund at that point to outside investors and just make sure that we can manage that level of capital and still get the, the returns, the risk adjusted returns that, that we think are important um, and, and that will make our investor base happy. And, um, you know, if we can do that, um, and again, if we hire a couple outside analysts, you know, maybe we can grow from there. But our aspirations are really more than anything to produce good returns. It's not to be a, a huge fund. We, we love what we do. We love meeting small companies. We love being nimble, being able to get in and out of uh, positions quickly. And, you know, the size of our fund allows us to do that. Great. Well, that was kind of it for everything I wanted to ask about. So in our last moments here, is there anything else you wanted to add in or mention? No, I just, I would just say it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm living my dream. It's incredibly fun to be able to, you know, take the decades of experience that I have, you know, and bring them back to my home state and be able to build a business you know, really where I wanted to. So it's, we're having a, we're having a lot of fun. Um, and we're, we're excited about, you know, the results we've had and we think that we're going to continue to, to do well going forward. So it's, it's fun. It's, you know, every day I wake up, I, I, I really enjoy what I do. So for, awesome. yeah. Awesome. Well, that's what matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time, Chad. I appreciate it. All right, Kelly, thanks a lot. Nice talking to you. Yeah, nice chatting with you as well. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to Beyond the Skyline. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcasts. To learn more about finance and commerce or to subscribe, go to our website, www.finance-commerce.com. 
I'm Joel Shetler, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thank you again for listening to Beyond the Skyline.